Yo, what's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to Garage Time. Let's get into it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is garage time. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing well. We're in the week of the only holiday in February. That's right. Or at least right. the, the manufactured holiday in February. So, Yeah, it's uh, it's Super Bowl week. Mm. And that there goes our one allotted uh, usage of the term previously used mm. i can't our lawyers said i can't well, use it again so it's, yeah it's the nfl it's, it's, it's the whole thing it's now the big game we've got a big game it's coming up mm-hmm. some sports ball that's right against sports team from the south mm-hmm. uh and uh sports team from the not so midwest south. as you can yeah. midwest right um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna be super uh super big game centric on this episode, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we here at Garage Time Plus One really enjoy these uh, these get-togethers and events. We like to go overboard. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not as overboard as some people, but a lot of times it's it's normally a smaller crowd that will get together, and so we kind of go overboard for the amount of what it is uh, in our preparation. But we're going to go through a couple things, some some things we like to do. Uh, we're going to talk about what you can and can't do, what you should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. We're going to see what other people think are good rules and etiquette. We'll probably uh, trash them beyond measure because we'll probably be all wrong. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, we'll we'll sort that out. We'll figure it out. Um, and then then we'll get into some maybe some alternative things some b-roll mm-hmm. that you can do while at your yours or someone else's uh, party because we just want oh my god i'll just beep that out i said it i oh. said it again oh <laughs> i'll have to post-production just post. beep that that That's might right. happen In once post. or twice so let me write this down um in fact let me what, what time is it it's probably like <laughs> two minutes 27 two 25 we can't even get three minutes into this show and we've already mentioned. messed it up i just cracked mine and i'm not even good grief all right so yeah uh big game mm. uh, the big match um but so yeah i mean i, I mean before we jump into it I mean, what, what's what's good? What's not good? Well, I'll tell you what's not good. And, and I'm going to throw, and I think I can speak for you in this, in this is I'm going to throw all the weight that uh, us as individuals have, uh, which is considerable at the moment, uh, and that On its way down, time, thank you. Uh, has as a whole to lobby the federal government to uh, 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 make the day following the big sports ball event that happens in February, a national holiday. They, yeah, this is true. Th- this is unacceptable. It's been going on for, what, 54 years now, plus or minus. 
it's unacceptable that that we have to live in a world where I have to go to work on Monday. I mean, you're not going to work on Monday. I'm not, but I'm also using time that I could otherwise have spent, I don't know, cherishing my family or spending time with loved ones and friends. But instead, I am forced to use this for a recovery day where I'm going to want to die. And it's not fair. It's just not fair. You know what I just thought of? Uh, So there's a little bit of turmoil at my place of employment. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, vice presidents leaving, yada, yada. You know, typical things. The regular. So... I wonder if I can maybe get away with not using one of my floating holidays or eight hours of vacation time on my, I'm working from home. You're going to try to just like not just show up. My, just, no, I mean, I have my phone and stuff around, right? I mean, my home office is here. I'm not not going to be going anywhere that day. No. Uh, so maybe just when I fill my timesheet out, I'll just put a normal eight hours on there. I mean, unless you have big fans at the office of the show. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I try to keep that uh, separate. Yeah, so. I've also not informed anybody <laughs> that I work with. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm in touch with some lobbying firms and some and some law firms that aren't our internal counsel because this is just ridiculous. And, and I'm sick of living under this tyranny. They won't give us voting day as a national holiday, and they won't give us uh the big game in february day is a holiday and, and, and right now day, it's february. one of the two it's one of the two uh and until then there's going to be unrest in the streets so i'm just putting there was out there who was it was i think it was like mit or someone did this but they did like a study and i, I have no idea how they did it um and it probably wasn't mit but someone about the productivity of the day after the Bowl. Mm-hmm. God, I'm terrible at Jeez. this. I said it again. I said it again. Oh, we're getting so sued. Um, but it was like you know through the floor, just like you would think. Mm-hmm. I think they also did it for March Madness. Yep. You know, but that's just an look. entire month. But it was like it, it talked about like okay, well you can make us come to work, but we're not gonna work. Okay, so just, you know, get with it. I'm going to be get hungover as it. shit. I'm going to be either ecstatic or mad because I lost a bunch of money or my team lost or whatever. And eh, I'm just not going to. And I remember two years ago, I was on a little uh, like I am now. It's weird. I've noticed that when I like my diet cycle, a lot of people bulk in the winter. And cut in the summer. You got to cut before the summer. Well, right. But like, I like to cut in the winter and fuck about in the, like, I'd rather be drinking Miller Lights and eating bratwurst and pulled pork and barbecuing all the time and and just being like, eh, we'll we'll let the diet. It's easier for me to eat healthy when I'm, you know, baking inside my house. Mm -hmm, mm I don't know weird anyways but it was like two years ago i was dieting and i was you know cutting back on the alcohol like sometimes you do and i i gave myself like six weeks i think five or six weeks and i'm like i'll try to get to this so i didn't have anything to drink until then get the lawyers i'm gonna have you removed from this podcast if you keep doing this this is just anyways we're back on we're back on 
I didn't have anything to drink up until the big game. And that was the worst decision of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I didn't, like, tie it on any more than, like, normal, right? You know, he had, what, dozen plus or minus beers and some drinks and yada yada. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, man. The next day, my head literally felt like a cantaloupe dropped on the supermarket mm-hmm, floor. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Never again will I allow myself to completely detox. Yeah. It's just not worth it. it no, it, it, it's really not. Especially if if the lead up is so I can get tanked at the end of this. Because that's never going <laughs> to work. We're just going mean, to magnify not even the drunk effects, but the hangover effects is really what I we're going to do. Like, I felt like an old Yiddish woman, man. Alex, I could not stand up straight. Mm. I look like, you know, like the the Eastern European, like I was a Slavic woman mm-hmm. who got shorter as I got older. Mm-hmm. And like, I was almost, uh, the arc on my back. I literally could not stand up above straight. Above your head. My body yeah. would not let me. I was so, and my wife was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is wrong with me. I can't like I when I would stand up, I just every bad feeling I've ever felt in my life came back. Mm-hmm. I was like that Air Force pilot or whatever that and this might just be an urban legend, but I'm going with it is true. He he got shot down or he was a test pilot and something happened and he had to eject. And when he went out, he broke his back and like he had done acid when he was younger. And uh, apparently and someone who does lots of drugs and is also like super scientific about it, let us know if I'm off on this. But everything that you ingest into your body in some form is stored within like your spinal column yeah. fluid or something like this, right? Or maybe it's like, anyways, but so he breaks his back and then he was like in like a permanent acid trip. That would be very unfortunate. Yeah. That was like me, but with my hangover, mm-hmm. right? All of my hangover symptoms that I've ever had in my entire life were stored. And then the floodgates were opened after my big game hangover. And I felt them all only when I stood up mm-hmm. like an adult male. When I hung over like an old, you know, Slavic woman, I just had the big game hangover. Stand up, all hangover. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Yeah, no, that, was the... that's that's not great. And, and this is this is what we're talking about. How can you expect somebody to be any type of productive on a Monday, no less, having to come to work that day, right? Yeah, I it's, mean, it's it's a shame. It, it's a real travesty. I mean, it's one of the biggest travesties that is happening in our in our current society. And I, I frankly, I won't stand for it anymore. And clearly, you haven't been standing for it for the last two years in a row. So, uh. Yeah, no, that's all I got to say about that. They'll be yeah, here. No, the I'm federal government will be hearing from our lawyers. That's right. So. That's right. As soon as they get me out of these class action lawsuits with uh, the National Sports Ball League that is putting on the big game that's this right. coming weekend. That's right. Um, but let's get into some of the, the, the you know, pitter-patter, let's get at her kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to big game parties, yeah. as a host... Uh, and you know, uh, any of you that have listened for any amount of time, we take hosting very seriously mm-hmm. here on Garage Time. Something we're both very passionate about. Um, but as a host, you have to provide for your guests, right? And we'll get into rules and etiquette after this. But we wanted to do a pick three and only three, mm-hmm. where we're going to have 
a beverage, of course, an appetizer, and a main course mm-hmm. of what what our favorite thing is. Uh, and so just to kind of feel it out, to break the ice, um, and to see where we're at on it. Now, we could do this. This is something that when we first talked about doing the podcast, we had as like a generalized topic because it's a perfect topic. You can do like pick three and only three on a burger, right? Mm-hmm. Or like on a taco. Well, and you gotta you gotta choose what kind of tortilla, what kind of meat, and then what, right? Nothing is given for free in here, right? So, but we're gonna we're gonna apply this to big game Sunday parties. So, lead us off. What are you picking for your beverage? Well, I'm you know a lot of these may be obvious to people, but this is why we we do this service. So it's got to be beer. Now I say beer, and there's a billion types of beer out in this world. Okay, well, you can fall into the pitfalls of fucking up by not choosing the correct beer. This is true. So, the requirement that must be provided by the host that's there is light beer. And there's multiple reasons for this. It may not be everybody's favorite, but that's not necessarily the point. The point is, we're going to be drinking uh, a lot, let's just say, for lack of a better Copious, term. I believe. Yeah, very copious amounts of beer. It's quantity over quality in this situation. So we need to drink a lot. And so light beer helps in that situation. There's going to be food there. Generally way too much food because that's just how these big game parties go. And so the light beer will also help by not filling you up and helping you enjoy the smorgasbord of whatever is provided there as well. So you can drink more, last longer. And you don't fill yourself up and you can enjoy the lovely food here. So light beer, I mean, you can pick your light beer, make a little bowl. No, you, you have to pick one. What, oh. it, what are you? Miller Lite. Okay. That's yes. the one. I, and, I, you know, I wrote down light, L-I-T-E, because that's just the only way I know how to spell it these days. That's right. So, yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll move through this quick. Uh, Miller Lite as well. But it's just for everything you said, right? It is your long haul. And everyone has that, right? Mm-hmm. Some people have, like, okay, like you're not going to show up with, like, a, you know, a couple sixers of Guinness. And if you do, right. you're an absolute psychopath. Yeah. Right. You're not having fish and chips. Mm-hmm. All right. You're, you're, you're here to do the Lord's work. Okay. That's right. And, oh, and you're here to repeat it over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. Yeah. We're, so we're in a Groundhog's like, Day time loop of every 15 minutes. You need to be re- restarting the process. Yeah. Because you show like, here's the deal. You know, and this this will kind of lead over into the the etiquette segment. But you show up with like you know one of these you know brew uh, brews from like Shorts or one of these other micro brews that's like an eight percent, nine ten percent. Cool. Well, I can drink a bunch. All right. Well, now now you're 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 teetering on it. Are you gonna fuck up the vibe here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Am I gonna have to suplex you, Bill's Mafia, through the party food table? That's right. Right, because now you're you're getting busy. Where the light beer, the Miller Light, Miller's Light, if you will, mm-hmm. it's just enough. You can long haul it. That's right. And by so, by the time we're getting fourth quarter in in the sports ball game, now we're starting to really get somewhere in the fun part of the evening. Exactly. Exactly. It's so, it's all it's all we're, we're running a marathon here. The game itself is going to last five hours. Not to mention the party itself is probably a six, seven, eight hour situation here. If you're Six eight percent's deep by the first two hours of the match, plus maybe a shot or two here and there. You're going to be on your ground by halftime, and that's just unacceptable. Yeah, it's it's uh, it causes a problem. So, all right, glad to hear, glad to hear. 
Next, appetizer. What do you have for an appetizer? So, uh, chips and dip, and I will get into more specifics here, but we're going to start with the dip portion of this. You can bring, there can be other things available that people a la carte bring in, but the host must always provide French onion dip. That is a must. Now, some people can make it themselves. Some people can just buy the French's version. Doesn't really, I don't really give a shit. You must have French onion dip. Now, given that, we transfer over to the chip side. If I see one more bag of Lay's potato chips next to a tub of French's French onion dip, I might actually have a stroke and then fist fight somebody after having the stroke. I'm sick of it. It's a hard enough time getting any chip in and out of those with the size of scoops that I work with, let alone Lay's potato chips. If it's not a wavy chip, it doesn't belong there. We're looking for waves, and we're looking for French onion dip. That's a must. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. I literally had this conversation with my wife last night. Uh, the, the ruffles, the, the the rigidity of it, yes, and the strength to weight ratio mm-hmm. of that chip, very is good, unmatched. I could dig a hole in my backyard with correct. Them. So, and it's just far superior to the Lay's way. And and you get the joy of when you get one of the folded ones, the half moon crescent ones that you could hold up a Mack truck with those things. You can really get in that dip. Mm. It's insane. It's insane. Absolutely. So French onion dip and a Ruffles chip, a classic, Mm. an American classic. I went for a bacon wrap, little smoky. Yes. Now you can do them with some barbecue sauce. You can do this, but I just went for the bacon, right? They're sweet enough as they are. Wrap them in the bacon, put them on a tin sheet, put them in the oven, bake it so the bacon is just crisped on the edges but chewy throughout. Mm. Outstanding. Little little dumbass uh, 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 toothpicks in them. Mm -hmm. Perfect. It's perfect. You are 100% correct. As a side note, you know this. Our our long friend Mike knows this. I am not a fan of bacon. You guys can write to us when I give you the ways to write to us at the end of this and, and give me all your hate mail. But... I enjoy a bacon wrap, little smoky, and so I am one hundred percent in this. Um, and and they're diverse too. You can put mm-hmm. a little brown sugar on them. Mm-hmm. You can put them in the barbecue sauce, like we said. You can do all these other things. Yada yada. It's great. All right. And so for the third and the final, your main. What's your what's your must have? Your uh, Alex Mendy must have main at a big game party. Yeah. So this is actually interesting because we're not going to be doing this at our party but that's all right. Uh, it's pizza. Give me a round pie. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what else is there to say? Don't give me all the frills with a shitload of toppings. Give me a peppy round pie in the middle. Let's just be done with the situation here. There you go. I mean, smooth as you like. Mm. So I have what we actually are going to be doing at ours. So I have a five on two or a, a five and two on hard sub from Detroit zone. Ganella's. That's right. Outstanding. Um, Five layers of meat, two layers of cheese on this. You can do eight and ones, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. you follow it. But, I mean, we're talking hard salami, salami cotto, uh, mortadella, smoked ham, capicola, provolone cheese. You've got the dressing, the the oil and vinegar mm-hmm. that goes on it that you get on the side so it just doesn't sog. And the reason why it's so great, and this is what we determined, is as much as we like to go overboard, like I was alluding to prior, one year we did um, – uh, smoked chicken enchiladas in a taco bar. Mm-hmm. And it's great, but the time it takes to make sure the food is ready exactly when it needs to be on something like that is difficult. And it, it 
you know, it takes away from the like, all right, I'm about to get toasted for this sports ball party on a Sunday in February game. Um, Cause you got to really work. Yeah. Or if it's like a crock pot thing, th- there's something about, I mean, crock pot you can kind of get away with, but there's something about like, I just, I want to be able to eat it when I want to eat it and not when it's time to have it. And, you know, we wanted to do seafood gumbo like we had before. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Mike makes a really good one. We were going to do that. Maybe do like some crab rangoon dip, yada, yada. But the idea of like, well, got to eat it when it's fresh. Or what if I want this? We're like, you know what? Can't go wrong with it. And so same thing with the pizza. It's why I didn't put pizza on there. As great as it is, and if and if I'm not hosting and if someone is shepherding in these fresh pizzas to me right okay great you know if we have a pizza concubine okay i'll I'll Mm. maybe rescind my answer and i'll just keep bringing in the pizzas yeah but a a sub that's just a cold cut sub that can just sit there and i can just grab pieces whenever i want yeah makes the 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 overall game eating you know if i don't want to eat at the beginning if i fill up on little smokies which I've been known to do. I can wait until halftime and it's no worse than it was an hour and a half prior. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Uh, um, I love a Ganella sub and, and I think I was, uh, someone had tossed out the idea in our group chat, you know, Jimmy John's or, or Mike said something about subs and you said Jimmy John's. And I went, no, wait a minute. What about Ganella's if we're doing subs? So hundred percent in this boat, I think, I think there's three criteria that we're looking with that I think can both be looked at towards the snacks and also the main course, but let's specifically narrow it in on the main course. The first one is preparation time, right? If this takes you an hour, two hours to prepare and you can't do it the night before. All right. And you got to do the whole timing. Do we want to eat at halftime? Do we want to eat, you know, do we want to have the food done an hour before? So we eat and then have a half hour to digest and start drinking for all. Once you start getting into that territory, your timing, your prepare, preparing all of this is wrong it's all wrong go for the pizza go for the sub that can be delivered picked up and set down somewhere and be ready for when you want to eat it and that's the second criteria i don't need to reheat uh seafood gumbo right i don't need or i would want to reheat that i don't need to reheat pizza i don't need to reheat a cold sub i don't need to reheat chicken wings or nachos these are things that they might be better reheated but i can just pick up from the table stuff in my mouth and then walk back out to the tv without having to pour a bowl of chili or something like that and then the third criteria is i need to be able to eat it with one hand and have a beer in the other hand if i need two hands to eat while i'm standing up watching the game then i'm doing a disservice to myself by not having a beverage in my hand i think those are our three checklist uh, 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 way of of looking at your meal, which you wanted to prepare as a main course for your Super Bowl, and looking at it, can I have a drink and eat at the same time? Can I eat it whenever I want throughout the four hours of the game without it being disgusting? And then, does it not take too long to prepare? If you if you meet all those criteria, go for it, whatever it is. Right. If it misses one of these, you might have to start second guessing what you're working with here, I think. So that's like, you know, you would think that wings would have found its way onto this list, but how do you keep a wing fresh the whole time? Yeah. You know what I mean? You you, you lose some value there. So All right. I think well, the same with nachos. I think that's a reason a, a second reason why that didn't come onto the list either. True. I mean, a taco bar, a taco bar, a nacho bar can work if you keep it deconstructed. Exactly. Right? That's the key. All right. All right. Well, 
I want to, because we kind of dabbled in it a little bit, and this is a little bit of a long list. So we're big on etiquette around here as well. Uh, and when, especially when you're a host, but also when you're a guest, mm. uh, see the, uh, the, the hosting and attending a dinner party episode. Um, so I've got a list here from The Athletic about attending a um, first Sunday in February sports ball game party at a friend's house or hosting um, list. Okay. And I want to run through these. So the first handful are going to be for guests. I think it's like 10 and 10. Maybe not. What do we got here? Uh, so I got six for a guest and seven for a host. Okay. So these are rules for your sports ball early February end of season um, championship game party. So rule number one for a guest, know what you're getting yourself into. And so they write, are you a Packers fan? Then you probably don't want to watch the Bowl at a Steelers bar. And they go on, yada, yada, yada. It's easy to say people should be respectful of your right to hear and critique every Bud Light commercial. But the reality is that football fans, alcohol, and the championship game that takes place on the first Sunday of February at the end of every season of that sport have passionate feelings and the propensity to talk over everything. So this is a great one that they started off with Mm. because there's a lot of people that mix and mingle at But you do need to know what you're getting because maybe you go to a big game party and it's, you know, you know, background noise. The game is background noise. Yeah, it's just on. Yeah. So either way, so... This is rules for the guest. I'm I'm not going to go to that one because I'm going to have a problem right. with every person in there. That's not paying attention to the television. Right. Or that is impeding me watching the sports ball match. Indeed. Right. You need to know as a guest, am I going to a party that people are going to be attentive to the game or we're here kind of just gathering around and having a party separate from from the game that is on the television and and if you if you don't do that kind of legwork ahead of time and by legwork i mean a quick text to somebody who's hosting it or not knowing who the person is hosting it then maybe you shouldn't be going to that place in the that party in the first place yeah if you can't if you can't you know judge it Mm -hmm. on the merit of who is inviting you right and time spent prior right uh, if the lady who's who's worked as a receptionist at your job for the last 20 years, Sally, if she invites you every year, she has a party. You should know by working with her, if she, does she come in every Monday and talk about the games that happen on Sunday? If not, maybe that's not the party for you. So, all right. So next rule. And this one, yeah, well, we'll, I guess well, I'll get your opinion on it. So call ahead and ask if you can bring something. All right. We talked about this at the dinner party thing. Now, it is Super Bowl. It's a little different. We've talked about how we don't want food to come that hasn't been uh, 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 explicitly told by the host to show up with food. If you bring a bag of chips and a two liter of Pepsi, this is the one instance in Seinfeld where bringing a bag of chips and a two liter of Pepsi would be just fine. Now, if you plan on drinking beer, maybe you bring a six pack, preferably not of Guinness, but bring something that you can set down and say it's here. Yeah, so there's something about that. If you want to, and maybe, well, I'll I'll hang on to that and, and to see if they talk about it later. Um, but yes, I agree. Um, I don't think it's as imperative um, no. to ask to bring something. Um, you don't need to bring a bottle of wine. This is that 
doing a bag of chips, you know, yeah, hot dog but buns, also you, you I don't something. if you, if you're not going to ask, which I don't think you have to. I don't want you bringing a crock pot full of barbecue, uh, yeah, barbecue don't bring meatballs. Pause famous chili. Yeah, right. I I'm don't, not asking for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't want that bag of chips. Right. You'll be all right. Next rule. And uh, you're going to have to time me on this. Okay. Make sure I don't get too, too deep on it because I, I never thought I would have saw this rule. Number three for a guest wear clean socks. Now, I would like to state um, a personal preference I have. I only wear black socks. Mm. I have a few pair of white socks for lighter color shoes um, or, and gray shoes, but I hate white socks because they get dirty, and dirty socks are absolutely disgusting, and there's nothing you can really do about it, right, other than replace them a lot. So, yes, please wear clean socks. I feel like this is just in general, yeah, I don't know what's specific about this particular day. Outside I mean, of you say, may have a bunch of random people in your house. It's the middle of winter. Snow is covering most of the lower 48 states. There's a good chance you're going to be hoofing it through the white stuff. Well, hoofing it through the white stuff on the card table in the back. Now if you know what I'm saying. hey Um Yeah, I'm going to move on through this. Just everybody in general, just please just always wear clean socks. Clean clothes in general. Can we, can we just... just, just Understand that the bottom of your sock looks different than the top of your sock. So understand uh, what you got. Mm, okay. Indeed. We're moving on. Rule number four for guests. Do not ask people to explain football to you during the game. There's been a whole season that's gone by. If you don't know by now, shut your mouth and watch the commercials. Yeah. I mean, this is just kind of piggyback, I think, on, on rule number one. Know what you're getting yourself into. Right? Just don't, you know, if you don't, just enjoy the ambiance. Yes. Right. Um, and even in the moment where you might think it's OK to ask as everybody's yelling about this call and they can't believe what they just saw, that's still not the time to it, it's there's a weird dichotomy. about Also, it. yeah, it's a combination of people are already upset about what one side's upset. The other side's not whatever's happening. You don't want to get involved in that. Second thing, you're a grown up and have some critical thinking skills. You just watched what happened, listen to what they're arguing about, and try to, you know, put some two and two together. You may not figure the whole thing out, but you might get a general idea of what's happening. Yeah. So rule number five, and this one is like number one with a bullet for me. Um, not how they worded it, but the general principle. If possible, leave your kids at home with the babysitter. Cool. So I will amend this. Not if possible, but 100% required. Yeah, don't bring Every, your kids. Every bowl, every big game in February party should and always be considered and understood to be childless unless you are explicitly told you can bring your kids. It's not the other way around. Mm -mm. It is not the party hoster's duty to tell you it is 18 and up. Assume it is 18 and up. Correct. Because... We're doing this, like we said, on a school night, on a work night, mm -hmm. and then I'm not, I'm not watching myself as I'm drinking, as we said, copious amounts of Miller Lite. Mm -hmm. My 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 verbiage and my language in my home. No, okay, don't bring your kids or in your home. I don't really care. <laughs> right, <laughs> don't. And if you're, you know, understand if you're if you're hosting, right. And I come over and there's kids there and you didn't tell me there are going to be kids there. 
I will take offense to that. Indeed, and I'll take offense, and if I stay, I'm not changing the way I'm going to act. You can put your kids in a different room and do something with them. I'm not changing. Yeah, you, you need to let me know that this is not a typical um, winter sports ball championship game party. Correct. So, rule number six, this will be the last one. Rule number six for a guest. Remember that you were not hired to be a commentator for the big game. One of the chief pleasures of watching this sporting event is bantering with others about the action on the field. But a blank bowl party, the number of people contributing their two cents can be overwhelming. So, I generally agree with this. Yeah. Um, if there is a lar- If there is a dearth, a large gathering around the main TV and is just a, a huddle, if you will, of 10, 11, 12, 15 people constantly screaming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, localize it a little bit. Yeah. Surround yourself, set next to yourself who you want to speak with. Well, that, that's the bit, right? Cause I'm never going to be talking with the 12 people who are standing here. I'll be standing next to the two people that I would like to have intelligent conversations about the game with. And I don't need this is the other thing. It, it's it's the kind of volume control, so I might add this in here. Yes, the volume will probably increase as the night goes on, and that's to be expected. But we all need to have a little bit of like personal awareness of how belligerent and extremely loud we're getting. Generally, this coincides with how close you get to the TV as the night progresses. will increase your volume as well. You might be butt close to it and screaming. You need to know not to do that. Talk amongst yourselves in the small group that you're in. Correct. Correct. All right. So let's move on to the host ones that they have. Uh, So rule number one for a host, your television must be among the biggest within your social circles. Circle. Hmm. Whether your guests are diehard fans who will watch every second of the game or they're more interested in taking in the commercials and the halftime show, they share one thing in common. They're going to be staring at your television for upwards of four hours. So this is a good point. Um, in, In life, as well as in other things, it's not always so much what you know, it's also what you don't know. Mm. And and more or less what you know you aren't proficient at, mm. right? If you don't have the setup to be the one hosting it, you got to sit it out. Yep. Or, or don't overstep and take it, right? No, 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 no. I want to host it. I want to host it. But you know Mike's got a better setup, mm-hmm. right? Brian just sold his kids college tuition to redo the entire basement right. and has six TVs on his wall. You're not competing with that. No. Okay. No much, no matter how much you like to host, you can't do it. Agreed. Right. So I think, I think it's a good, a good rule because I'm going to judge you. I'm going to be, if I walk in and I've got like, if I don't have the ambiance and the feel mm-hmm. and I could have gone somewhere, I'm, I'm going to be, Wildly upset. Because let's be fair. In it, when it comes to the big game day party, there's multiple options for everybody, generally. And it's when you go to one and it's not what it needs to be. You know, it's the what could have been type of day. And I'm going to judge you for the rest of my life about that and resent you. To be fair. Yeah. This next one I take on bridge with. If you, this is rule two for a host. If you're a fan of one of the participating teams, be respectful of people who might be rooting against them. I go to hell. Just throw this out. Yeah, go to hell. I mean, I don't want you. Don't need to be fighting people in there. But if you're again, if you're an adult and you can't take me telling you that your team sucks, well, just you know, yeah, stay home. Uh, Rule number three: 
don't drink too much. Obviously, uh, drinking and driving is completely out. Be responsible. Know what you need to do. But I want you to, I mean, I want you to top gun it, right? Mm -hmm. Take it to the absolute limit of right to where you're so much fun, belligerent, to, okay, you're actually belligerent. You're right. But also, it's a slow burn, isn't it? Mm -hmm. This is a marathon. Here we go. I'd, like if you're even if you're a guy who or a gal who can really just tie one on right away and you're that fun party drunk, you have to be it has to be commensurate with the rest of the room. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't outpace people, even if you're the most fun drunk. If you're the only one there, yeah. the most fun drunk isn't very fun. No, you're just the drunk right? guy in the room while everyone else yeah. is sober eating the pizza still. You gotta you gotta level up with with who mm-hmm. who's around you. Uh, rule number four for a host: have a wide selection of food and drinks. So this was the part I kind of wanted to come back on, right? So you made a good point about the light beer. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a long haul, and as a host, when you're providing for an entire a large party, mm-hmm. right? If you're having ten, fifteen, twenty people over. There should be some sort of refreshment, adult beverage provided. Yeah. Everybody knows if you have something specific you want, you bring it. Mm -hmm. But there will be a keg, cases, or whatever provided. The fridge will be full. Now, beyond that, um, you need to, it's not so much a wide selection of food and drink. You know, the more people you have, the, I think, the more diverse your spread needs to be mm-hmm. agreed, but it's almost more about quantity. Cause the one thing you don't want is to run out. Correct. You could have the best charcuterie board in the state and the best little smokies ever. But when you only have 20 little smokies and 15 pieces of salami and, and cheddar, that's not enough. Fam. There's an issue. Yeah. There's an issue. Yeah. So uh, rule number five here uh, is absolutely an affront to everything I hold dear. Set up a kid's area. The kid's area is at your house, mm-hmm. not my house. Correct. We've already discussed where we feel on that. Uh, there will not be a daycare in my house. Correct. And this isn't for me. This is for you because I don't bring your kids. No, they're sitting don't outside. Bring kids. They're going back in the car. Don't bring your kids. Um, let people gamble. Rule number seven. No shit. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't think that had to be something stated so obviously. I will be online gambling. I will be in-person gambling with the local folks around me in the room. Uh, I'll be gambling with things that aren't sport-related. What's the next commercial that'll be on? And it won't even be for money. It'll be like, who's going to get me the next beer? I bet you it's a Bud Light commercial on next. Like, <laughs> oh, but see, and now this one, and I don't know if this must have been. See, you can tell this is a professional, uh, professionally written article, and the lawyers got their hooks into them because mm-hmm. the last line after it says, you know, blah 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 blah, what you're what you're gambling on, and this and that. Uh, be sure to report all winnings to your income tax. Go return. get the okay, nerd nerds. So let let's see what it says. I want to see but what they consider it is tax gambling season uh, for the IRS. I am reporting all my winnings on my tax forms. Yeah. Uh, so this says, but it hasn't. So uh, we recognize gambling is illegal in most states. This is an older article, I believe. 
Uh, but that hasn't curbed the proliferation of the NCAA tournament office pools. And it shouldn't keep you from wagering small amounts of money on the big game that happens at the beginning of February. Do you know how to create dollar boxes? It's simple. And here's a detailed explanation. I'm not clicking that. Okay, whatever. They're talking squares. Uh, oh, they're talking squares. Who yeah. calls them dollar Do- boxes? Yeah, dollar boxes. First thing, I'm spending way more than a dollar per box. Second thing, they're squares. I had a buddy who I used to work with. Um, he was a gambler, big gambler. Uh, like he played in like $15,000 entry uh, fantasy football leagues. And the guy that he did it through, uh, it was a bookie. Mm-hmm. And every year he would have a um, a big game party mm-hmm. for all of his clientele. And it had like $5,000 square sheets, $1,000 square sheets, $100 square sheets, you know, door prizes. I mean, everything. It was open bar, open spread. It was in this huge warehouse that he would run out. They were giving away like 70-inch TVs as door prizes, trips to Cancun, just, mm-hmm. just you know, this ridiculous stuff. Uh, yeah, I always... Uh, I always tried every year around the big game time to find out if he would take me. You're right. Can I never, just never. tag along? <laughs> Could not is get a, on that invite list. Is there a door fee that is under $100, please? Yeah, I mean, I, I think most of those rules were, were, were pretty pretty all right. Uh, don't bring your kids. Know what you're getting yourself into. And please don't get hammered before halftime. I mean, I think if you follow these three rules as a guest and as a host, you have your light beer, your handheld food in quantity over quality, and again, no kids. I think I think if, if those three things from each side coalesce together, I think we're going to have a pretty all right evening. Yeah, so there's there's one more thing that needs... So if you bring your own beer or drink that's you brought specific to yourself that is yours for the duration Mm -hmm. um careful where you put it if there's uh, a main fridge make sure you understand where it is uh so it's not that anything goes however if you bring a amount of beer that is in the light beer category for the yeah, everybody have some. Once it's then offered to the group, yeah. you have relinquished. There's no whether there that is offer. one beer taken or twenty nine of the thirty taken. That beer stays where it is. Mm-hmm. The only beer you can then take home is that special IPA or whatever yeah. else you brought. Also, if you do bring your own beer, whether it's additional light beer or a special IPA or Guinness or whatever, you cannot expect there to be any cooling space as unless you had prior arrangements to say you know is there room for me to bring a six-pack that i can stick in your fridge or do you have cooler space a i don't want you asking me those questions but unless you have an agreement with me and you show up and there's no fridge space where can i put these ipas you can put them outside for all i care there's no well, room. that's the that's the beauty of being from the midwest the second the second fridge mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. out the back door on the patio, and it works just the same. And is there not a better site than pulling up to a house and there's already a, like four stacks of 20-case beers just hanging out outside? I know we're ready you know, to go. You know the inside is packed. That's right. Brim. These are This is overflow lobby over here. We're having a great time. 
So in that vein, um, we're talking about booze. Uh, let's just wander right into cocktail hour. I feel like Tom Cruise at cocktail. <laughs> All right, here we are. So we spoke a lot about beer, you know, what beer to bring, light beer. Um, people, if you want to try IPAs, it's on you to bring to the big game. But l- let me talk to the to the hosts uh, real quick, all you hosts out there. You know, liquor is something that, that is going to want to be consumed. Now, generally, cocktails probably isn't the main way to go as they are very individual serving-esque sizes. And so it can be a little bit of work. Um, and so people will, will generally lean towards shots. And I'm one of those people just the same. But I'm going to give you a cocktail here that's three ingredients. Uh, and it's very easy to make. There's no shaking. There's no stirring in a separate cup. There's none of this nonsense. Um, and it's and it's three ingredients that are readily available that may already be in your home, uh, and to make a very a very nice cocktail. So this is called uh, dark and stormy. Uh, it's, it's not dark and stormy. It's dark and stormy, just like Tours are us. Um, it, it's a drink that that has three ingredients: dark rum, ginger beer, and lime. Uh, it, it is a very uh, close cousin to the Moscow Mule, which is vodka ginger beer and lime as well um but this one uh it's a very nice sweet dark drink that uh, i think will be a big hit at any party um so in general it's two ounces of uh dark rum Uh, it's got to be dark or else it will throw off the flavor it'll throw off the color of the drink uh and then uh about half an ounce to an ounce depending on how sweet and citrusy you like it of lemon juice or lime juice, excuse me. And then all you do is, so the glass has ice in it, you add those first two ingredients, and then you just top it off with ginger beer. Uh, you can give it a little stir if you like. Um, and then just garnish it with a lime wedge. Lime wedge, lime wheel, however fancy you want to get with it. And that's it. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a delightfully simple drink. It's delicious. Um, technic- I, I don't know if technically is the right word. Gosling's Black Seal Rum has actually trademarked this drink. So if you have... So uh, I, I I don't know if you use something else, and then I, when I try to post it on uh, Instagram on Friday, I might have to figure I might have to go buy some, or else they might yell at us. Uh, we're already getting sued by the uh, sports league, national sports league. Uh, so I don't want to. That's right. I don't want a two front war here. Yeah, these uh, lawyers are going to have to be uh, working overtime. That's right. Hey, no, this is a good drink. This is a, a drink. A lot of times that can be synonymous with uh, like boating mm-hmm. or like a beach, yep. right? You know, it's the rum, it's the refreshing ginger beer and then the citrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is cool because it's it's not like a punch or this or that. It's something that you can make like a Moscow Mule, you know, you can make like a picture of. Yeah. And same thing with the dark. And so you make a picture of it. It is what it is, you know, and you have the the citrus wedges or wheels to the side Mm-hmm. And you just get your cup, get your ice, pour it, and you go. That's right. And it's uh, it's a good one. It's it's nice, like you said. It's simple ginger beer. I like a lot in a lot of drinks. I think it works better with rum. I like a dark and stormy better than a Moscow Mule. That's just me personally. Side note, and maybe we get into this another time. If you do drink a Moscow Mule, please do not drink it in an actual copper lined glass. Mm-hmm. As the uh, acidic content, the pH level of the ingredients in a Moscow Mule 
exceed the FDA standards of copper line glasses. Now you can have a um, a normal. I think nickel will work. Nickel, there's uh, bronze, I think. But that, yeah, yeah, just a normal line. You know, aluminum glass, whatever, stainless glass with a copper outside is fine. And uh, but the problem is the the acidity will leach the metal, mm-hmm. the copper into the drink after so many uses. It literally wears down the the mug. So next time you're at a bar or if you have some at home, get rid of them. Yeah, back I, to the dark and stormy. One won't oh, kill on. you, but if you drink them every day, yeah, for well, a the year, idea is you, yeah, heavy you're, metal you're poisoning doing it all the time. Yeah, just maybe just yeah. lay off that, right? Um, but back to the dark and stormy. Uh, I really enjoy it. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with seven Wimbledon Woodies. Um, I don't know. I part of me wants to go seven and a half, but we are, we're not doing mm. decimal points because I don't want to cut off Woody's wonderful face. Um, but truth be told, I've been thinking about changing the scoring and, and going to it and getting well, a bit more detail. We don't really have to cut off Woody's face because you have the number. We don't. We do have the one with the number on it, don't we? So, get you know what? No time like the present. That's seven right. and a half Wimbledon Woody's. The big game week has changed garage time forever. That's right, seven and a half. Seven and a half Wimbledon Woodies is the score. First time ever fractional Wimbledon Woodies. All right, well, we're getting what we're rolling through. Um, we've we've discussed our favorites, our favorite threes of the categories. We went down some some uh, some etiquette and some rules about attending and hosting a party. We got you the dark and stormy. Now, you don't just have to watch sports ball at your sports ball in February party. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, most of the time, uh, along with the alcohol I drink, I find myself forgetting a lot of it and getting wrapped up in the company and the other things. A few years ago, I was at a buddy's house um, and I took everybody's money playing CeeLo at his bar. Mm-hmm. And it was outstanding. It was the uh, Baltimore Ravens and the uh, San, Francisco San Francisco 49ers. Yes, the Harbaugh Bowl. Um, took everyone's money. It was outstanding. I loved it. But we wanted to talk about a few things like the the list of uh, rules and etiquette said that you can also do, that are acceptable things to do at a sports ball party. Mm-hmm. Gambling, as we said Primarily one of them. Exactly. I mean, you made it. You made a great point about just betting on the dumbest shit ever. Mm-hmm. We used to do it in college all the time, and, and and you know I'm gonna offer it to you and Mike, and you bring a bunch of singles, mm-hmm. right? Just a stack of singles, and you have them ready, and someone can throw out some action that they want. Next plays a run. Next plays a pass. Blah blah. You know, I'll give you two to one. Two to one, next play is a deep pass. Mm-hmm. Five to one, next play is a deep pass down the left, right? Anyone wants action, they throw in on it, right? And boom, you just you bet. You just do all that. Yeah. You can play craps. You can play dice. I mean, pretty much. And, and, and you tell me how you feel on it. My estimation is if you can do it in a bar, you can do it at your Super Bowl party. Yeah, I think you can. If the house you go to has a pool table... Uh, I you have at it. You got a dartboard somewhere now. I I think there is a caveat. Is you probably shouldn't if everybody's upstairs 
And, you know, downstairs is the pool table and the dartboard, and there's, like, not a TV down there, right? So you're playing pool, and when the game is not in your general vicinity to even be as background noise, I think we get a little iffy there. I think you got to be where the game is at. It has to be part of the ambiance, right. agreed. And I think also the other part is if it if there's the ability to do it, but not so much the space to do it, mm. right? So you're in a living room, let's say, and there's a table maybe don't just start playing dice in front of everybody right. if not everyone is playing right right you know don't don't start doing taking side action on everything if if that if the entire group is not in on it mm-hmm. find a spot that is within the party limits and enjoy yourself that way yeah agreed I, it's very I, it's situational you have to you know we're all grown-ups here so you, you judge the room you judge what everybody else is doing how they're enjoying their time and then you kind of find a little niche corner for yourself with a buddy of yours or two, and you, and and you do what you want to do there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, most of the time, I get into it, and next thing you know, I'm off doing Lord knows what mm-hmm. within this, and I'm you know, you got your your bowl squares. Ooh, hang on a second. Well, I need to rewind this. Well, so you need a beep there. Oh yeah. Um, Another rule to add, don't be a football game championship squares guy. Everybody has squares. Everybody is within, at any point, probably four points, one way or the other, of winning $500. Yeah, don't so don't don't be him. Yeah, don't be the don't be don't her. be the bingo the bingo person who says I need B one and G seventeen to get a bingo right now. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, everybody's within a field goal. Let's just right. chill out. We get it. Yeah. Just put it away. Wake up tomorrow and go check the huh, scores. Yeah, I won. Or, huh? I didn't win. That bitch from accounting won. God damn it! She always does. Yep. But yeah, so so that's that's a rule I wanted to add. Uh, also, that will that'll be in our March Madness one as well. Don't be bracket guy. Mm-hmm. Don't be bracket. But we'll talk about that later. Oof, that's gonna... I think I can still. I think I can say March Madness because it's still February and it's not the March Madness show. Also, I, think I don't we'll... think they sue people for that, do they? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll for, see. We'll get the lawyers. I can't. They're, they're we'll find out. They're busy. I guess we'll find out. Um. But yeah, I, you know. I'm, Overall, I mean, I'm, I'm excited because mm. this is kind of, I think we talked about it a couple times. This is like that two to three week span where you're in this like gray purgatory mm. of winter here in, in Michigan in the Midwest. You know, the 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 super game that happens on the first Sunday in February, uh, it kind of signifies like the last thing that was fun about winter and fall Mm -hmm. but also pitchers and catchers are reporting that's right uh, here in 11 days you know we're 40 42 days now because it's now past midnight 42 days now until the first race week of formula one that's right so like that happens in march so we're we're getting kind of close right so this is just this bridge we got to make this is you know the the uh the super game on the first sunday in february is you know when that ends there is a there is a rest of february fall uh, a lull that we have to kind of get through and then march starts and boy howdy is it 
we're, we're in college basketball time. It, it, it's time to get out of your get out of your hibernation that was your college basketball October, November, December hibernation, and it's time to party. That's right. I'm. I mean, I I'm I'm leery of uh, losing because there's always that like oh shit there's no football left. Mm-hmm. Like what do now? That's right. But um, again, with with death uh, comes new life. That's right. A lot of times, and that's what uh, the Super Game on a Sunday at the beginning of February every year signifies. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Well, I'm excited. Um, I am kind of mad we're not doing seafood gumbo because it sounded delicious, but I, I know it's the right decision. One of these years, though, um, we're gonna we're gonna need to really put on a a show. I think maybe next year we do it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's plenty of opportunities for us to do that because you know we we have the idea of like seafood boils for tailgates. We have the idea, uh, you know, when certain things align when it comes to March Madness the first weekend, uh, that we generally have a a a a, a thing happen. Uh, those are times I think we can we can stretch out for it. Super Bowl. I think we can, considering it's just it's a smaller crowd, so we can get away with a little more leniency than I think a larger crowds can, but. I don't know. I, I'm fine for at some point we do a we we have something, kind of an all out thing here. But we'll see. All right. Well, until then, I think that's enough for this week. Hit them with uh, hit them with the business, and then let's wrap this shit up. Let's do it. So, if you guys want to uh, send the hate mail my way for saying I don't like bacon, uh, you can do that by contacting us at garagetimepod at gmail dot com. You can follow us on our socials uh, at Garage Time on Instagram. That's where you can see on Friday evenings I post the cocktail uh, with the ingredients and, and so forth. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Garage Time Pod and on Facebook at Garage Time. Uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com uh, backslash Garage Time. And uh, you know the drill. Make sure that you are uh, subscribed and following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. Just make sure you're subscribed so that way you get our newest episode, episodes dropped and you know that they're going to be on your wall, on your stream, so you can hear our our uh, malevolent voices. I don't think those two words together. Sometimes. I'm using it. Uh, uh, first thing in the morning on a Wednesday. Uh, so yeah, there we are. Good deal. Good deal. All right, everybody, make sure that you don't use the, the SB word too many times. If you're being recorded, they will come and find you. Mm. Uh, hopefully, uh, post-production, we can find them all that we used and beep them all out. Um, if not, and you don't hear us next week, that's why. Uh, but hopefully I, I think, I think we'll be on it. We'll do a good job at that. Um, Everybody be safe, be smart, uh, Uber, Lyft, whatever you need to do. Um, also, don't be dumb. Try not to gather with too many people this time. Don't combine yes, too many households. Yes. It's, yeah, let's, let's keep it uh, as minimal as possible. Let's have a good spring and summer, right? Mm. So don't fuck this up. That's right. And for any of you listening that don't care, well, God bless Um, But yeah. Uh, send us your uh, your your uh, sports ball party uh, championship game get together pictures. Mm-hmm. Show us what your spread is. What are you drinking? If you have a specialty, 
If you make a dark and stormy picture, let's see it. That's right. And let's uh, let's have a good time. So uh, until then, and especially until the sports ball party that happens this Sunday, which will be the first Sunday of February, as it does every year, make sure you keep those beers cold.